and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And I'm Garrett. And we just saw The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and Matt's going to tell us about it. So this is based <laughs> based on a quote, true, unquote story <laughs> uh, that happened in 1981, and that's where the movie's set. And uh, a guy by the name of Arnie Johnson, um, he murdered a man. And then claimed it was demonic possession at, at his trial. And so in the movie, <laughs> we get to kind of dip in on on what <clears throat> really happened, if you want to call it that. <laughs> uh, so the movie starts out with a scene of Ed and Lorraine Warren, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. We've seen them in some of the past Conjuring films and I think even one of the Annabelle movies. And anyway, so they are doing an exorcism or working on an exorcism for a young boy. Um, and then the Arnie Johnson person is there as well. Um, he, the, the, the possession ends up transferring from the boy to Arnie. And not everybody knows this right away. So then that's, again, in the context of the film, that's what leads Arnie to murder, uh, like, his landlord. So he gets, you know, locked up and is waiting trial. And the Warrens decide they're going to do what they can to at least get him um, removed from having the death penalty. So they start this investigation to see what they can find out. That's your that's, that's your <laughs> setup. Uh, so yeah, Garrett, what did you what are your thoughts on this? So uh, right at the top, this is a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I I was really nervous about it because you know we're all horror movie fans here we've probably seen every <laughs> halloween every friday the 13th and, and we know you know the trope on how you know each time it gets bigger and badder and <laughs> like more gory and the, the kills are just more and um so i was just i was nervous in how this would go because uh haunting and demon possession there's a lot more subtlety to them and you know it does follow the trope. It is uh, bigger, badder. There's more action and more jump scares. And so it, it does hit you harder there. And I would say there's more, but there's not that much gore in the other ones. But I, I just have to say, like, so the way they told the story, uh, you know, this is probably the least scary of them all. But because the story was so intriguing, I, I was less there for the scares and I was more there to watch the story unfold. And, uh, there's, I'm going to pass to Ashley soon. Cause there's a lot more I want to talk about, but there's so many things I liked about this movie. The, the, the big bad, I don't know how to say it cause I'm trying <laughs> not to spoil it. I just thought was one of the most cunning, uh, evil villains in a horror movie that I've seen. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the actors and especially when they have, good young kid actors so the the young boy that was possessed at the beginning uh he's played by Jillian Hilliard and he was in uh uh The Haunting of Hill House the first season playing <laughs> young Luke Crane so like the kid I don't know how old he's got to be like 12 or 13 now but uh he was little little then just is so good at that creepy dialogue <laughs> and he draws you and i Really enjoy that type of stuff, but I'm gonna pass it to Ashley now. Okay, um, yeah. So I like horror movies. I'm not. I'm not a fan of um, 
a lot of violence and gore. So the Conjuring movies in particular are ones that appeal to me. Um, I really liked the first two main Conjuring films. Um, I think this one is the lesser of the three main Conjuring films. Um, and I, I, uh, I think it's probably the story that in my, in my mind is not quite up to par with the other two movies. Um, I just didn't find it as interesting. Um, the whole demon possession thing is, I don't know, it's kind of a tired trope and I didn't feel like this movie added too much original, um, to that. But, um, there was a lot of, you know, jump scares. There was a lot of atmosphere, a lot of cool atmosphere. I love the the performances from Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Um, Vera Farmiga in particular, I think is just wonderful. And um, she really, I don't know, brings the sincerity to it and keeps things grounded, even thing, even though things are pretty ridiculous sometimes. Um, so in that sense, the, the movie really worked. I think it was a good movie and I enjoyed it. Just, um, not as good as the previous Conjuring films. So I, I quite enjoyed this. I It's weird. It, you know, I always try my best to recognize sometimes movies that are like favorite movies or a movie that maybe I'd want to rewatch a lot. And then also movies that are maybe more objectively good. And sometimes those, those two, you know, meet and sometimes they don't. I think with this this may be of the three Conjuring movies, the one I would be most apt to like rewatch. That said, I think probably the first Conjuring movie is the best. Um, but I enjoyed this. Um, I want to mention so Thomas Laffley, uh, their review at RogerEbert.com for this movie, they kind of refer to this movie as more of an investigative thriller than a horror film. And. I understand where they're coming from with that, but I do think it's definitely a horror film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no getting away from that. I mean, it's, it's a horror film through and through. But it also in, invites some investigative thriller aspects of it, and I quite enjoyed that. And yeah. there's definitely a point in the movie where it starts to to turn into that, which I was all, I was all for that. Um, so the first two Conjuring movies are directed by James Wan, and this one is not. This one is directed by Michael Chavez. And it's competently directed, but I've seen, just visually, I mean, I've seen a lot of horror movies like this, you know. Um, but it, it is competently directed. The best scene in it, the best photographic moment, um, which I thought is really early on, and I thought to myself, like, oh, we're in for a treat. This is going to be whatever. It, it lasts briefly because, it's, as Garrett mentioned during, during we were watching it, it's a it's an homage to The Exorcist. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. I mean, the the framing of, of the scene or the shot, the the house, the, the the priest standing in front of the house, the mist. I was like, I didn't quite at that in the first split second I thought I'm like I didn't make the connection. I'm like, oh, this is a homage to The Exorcist, but then it dawned on me and then Garrett said it and I was like oh and that is the last the one and only time we had a shot like that <laughs> in the film um, but no I mean Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are, are, are great as always as Ed, uh, yeah, Ed and Lorraine and uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name but uh, Rory O'Connor maybe you pronounce it Rory Rory I don't know he played Arnie um, he gets third building in the film and, and he was you know 
He was good. Um, he he didn't have a lot to do except look kind of petrified and you know get tossed around by demons and stuff. But you know, uh, yeah, no, yeah, he was good. So I I, I agree with you guys that uh, I mean, as far as you know, ranking the Conjury movies, this one is not as good as the first two. Uh, that being said, I have the first two so high up mm-hmm. that it, it's not that. I, I, I've seen a lot worse horror movies. Let me put it that way. Uh, there are a few key aspects. The, these movies kind of, you know, a lot of times, right, the the atmosphere of Halloween can sometimes be centered around what movies came out that year. So when The Conjuring Two came out, a lot of people dress up as a demonic nun, <laughs> and you could kind of see it in this one that. When the people would be possessed, like what happened to their face and eyes, uh-huh. and I just kind of I really like uh, the creation of those type of monsters, and I could really see that it it is very sinister, and I mean, of course, a little in your face, like all right, now bad is coming, but <laughs> it's still, uh, you know, I, I think it made you feel for these characters a little t- bit more because you know they are being abused. So I really enjoyed that part of it too. And I will have uh, one disagreement with you about the, the visual stuff. There was another scene uh, that was almost a poster shot for me. And I'm, I'm gonna, I have to say it without doing a spoiler, but it was when Vera Famiglia was in the crawl space. There's a shot of her reaching out. And with all the rats around her. And it was mm. just a gorgeous shot. Mm. So I thought there were a lot of those. Um, there were a lot of other scenes. There was one scene you in particular, Matt, when, when you saw something, you go, nope. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, like the way they set that up uh, visually, <laughs> the second you know, it's like, don't go in there. <laughs> so I think they did a great job with a lot of the visuals in this movie. Yeah, so there was, you know, obviously the, the call out to The Exorcist. I was reminded of a couple of other movies as well. The the recent Suspiria remake. And then I was reminded of The Shining at one point. I don't know if anyone else was. Oh, I, I can oh, see what oh, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. 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 Um, they, they call out to every single one of their other movies too. Okay. They either have an item or they're like, hey, look what the parents brought us. Yeah. I, I I liked the fact that they tried to mix it up a bit and, and bring in the the kind of investigative thriller aspect to it. Um, that said, I, I I understand that they were trying to you know add something a little different, but to me it just it also resulted in a movie that wasn't quite as suspenseful or um, tension filled as the earlier um, Conjuring movies. So although I was engaged and and you know. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, again, it just, I think the story itself was a bit of a letdown. So see, I, I, have to, I, <laughs> I found it suspenseful and I found there to be tension. Now it was not a masterclass intention the way that, um, a quiet place part two was, mm-hmm. which I guess was just last week. We talked about it. It feels like a lot longer ago, but, mm-hmm. um, to me, I mean, a quiet place part two is just constant tension this is not mm-hmm. um i think when we were leaving the auditorium garrett you were saying how you know there's quiet parts but the quiet parts in this movie are a lot shorter than 
and maybe in the previous films and they're doing jump scares at you like every two or three minutes. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I mean, I, I certainly felt tension apart and I also felt, you know, it's, it's got a lot of uh, suspense in it. Um, I guess that's what I'm, I don't know if I'm using the right vocabulary for what I'm trying to get across. I guess suspense is the best word I can come up with it for moments of suspense, you know, um, one, I don't think this is spoiling too much here, but uh, one of my creepiest creeped out moments was the reanimated corpse. Yes. You know, there's something good about this movie and some of the other, you know, some of the modern horror films, I don't think get enough credit for their sound design. And this movie is part of that great sound design in that, I mean, particularly if you're watching it in a theater, like we saw it in IMAX, you know, I mean, you get a good sound system, you know, you hear like they do like knocking on a door. You know, early on in this movie, there's a, a knock at a door that sounds like a normal knock. And then it becomes this huge, intimidating <laughs> boom. Um, and then other times, like when, when people are walking and, or, or, and what, you hear the, yeah, the, the footsteps. I mean, the footsteps are just thuds. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, uh, that, all, that all works. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's funny, too. So earlier in the week, Garrett, Garrett and I were texting and... Um, it was the Rotten Tomatoes score is what Garrett shared with me. <laughs> and I had seen it the day before. It had been like in the, I think, the high 70s. And then when the next day when Garrett shared it with me, it was in the, the, the high 60s. And uh, we'll just go ahead and say what the Rotten Tomato score is now. <laughs> the critic score is in the low 60s. Mm. So it's been going down. Uh, less, you know, as more critic reviews have come in, fewer critics have liked it. And I was, so I went in... With my expectations very moderate, and I, I thought it was quite good. I mean, I it's a Conjuring movie. <laughs> if you go into it expecting what you get usually out of a Conjuring movie, I think you'll be, I think you'll be pleased. I just with the slight disagreement, more with that. I mean, it, I think it takes a, a little turn on the other Conjuring movies by throwing in this investigative aspect. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Yeah. It, I just. The way that unfolded, it, it was different than what I was expecting because I was expecting to come in like, oh, this is just going to be another demon-possessed movie. Mm-hmm. And no, it turned into, uh, yeah, more of a, a demon investigation. <laughs> and I like the mystery part of it, like it really kept me glued to the story and I just really liked it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give this uh, I'm gonna give this a solid eight. How about you, Garrett? I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, Ashley? I was going to give it a seven as well. Okay. Wow, I can't believe I'm on top here. Uh, <laughs> so our score is a 7.3, uh, and the audience score, the tomato meter, is at 86%. Uh-huh. So that's uh, The Conjuring, colon, The Devil, the devil made, made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.